Damn, that was fast. I was watching a video on um, motherfucking uh, spiritual world, so I was sitting right here, and I just saw some big black ass dude throw like Shaq throw somebody into a fountain. <laughs> That's super random. I just I I was like, wait, damn, what happened? I was about to turn the audio on, and then you. <laughs> Then you text me, so I was like, all right, well, then now, never mind. I guess I'll wait till later. <laughs> What's good? Welcome back to the Henny Nights. I'm your brother, the host of the show, Jay White. First things first, before I introduce the guest, um, just recently, by the time you hear this show, it might be uh, one or two weeks or whatever, but just recently, I celebrated the anniversary of actually doing the first episode of the podcast where I was drunk as shit, talking about about how I lost my virginity, so if you want to backtrack and listen to all 30 of these motherfuckers, just go to the first episode. I think it's called Young Trash and Ready. But um, I celebrated the first anniversary of the show. And for everybody that has listened to it, shared the show, um, giving me feedback, got a button from me, um, just anything as far as just supporting the show, I greatly appreciate it because it really was just a a pet project uh, on something that I wanted to have fun with. And here I am a year later, you know, 16,000 listens in, which is crazy. Cause I ain't nobody, <laughs> but uh, you are somebody. well, I am somebody in the eyes of friendly temple Baptist church. But uh, like I said, I greatly appreciate all that. And, it, it it meant a lot to celebrate that, you know, this past week or whatever. So, but that voice you hear on the other end with the sound effects and shit is um, one of the close homies who's out there in LA doing the, doing the shits, <laughs> and she wanted to get on the podcast with me. And thanks to the miracle of technology, we made this happen and shit. But I am going to give her the floor to introduce herself. So it is on you. Go ahead and introduce who you are. What's up, everybody? It's your girl, Pretty Sadiddy, <laughs> aka St. Angeles on the gram. On the gram. On the gram, you know, I'm out here trying to live my best life, you know. Um, trying to make this fairy tale a reality so yeah what's up everybody uh i'm so excited to be here i'm a i'm actually like a little nervous like i don't want to say the wrong things or i don't know i might send the link to my parents it might cut <laughs> a few times so i'm gonna try to keep it as pc no the fuck i'm not no i'm about to say no because <laughs> there's like there's clearly the explicit symbol next to the podcast on itunes so you know my Mama White then heard this. My cousins then heard this. So the the curtain been pulled back a long time ago. So um, we all adults here, and we all got that shit from them. So that's that's real. <laughs> so that's real. 
we everything we learn, we learn from them, and we just enhanced upon it. But yeah, like she said, Pretty Sadiddy, aka Saint Angeles, she's on the podcast coming from LA, and she's from yes. the and she's from the crib, so she's from. Yes. from my daddy just came out here and brought me some emos pizza, my niggas. Uh, if y'all want to send me a pizza, I would love that because I didn't want to pay the eighty five dollars for the shipping. You bullshit! You bullshitting, nigga. It's the fucking shipping. It's like eighty five dollars. Why? Because they send it overnight in dry ice. Wow. So yeah, I don't really fuck with the fried rice no more, but uh, I definitely could take some emos pizza and a couple of vest sodas because I definitely just finished my last vest too. Fuck you mean? Got in the pantry. It's flat as fuck, but I'm about to make something work with it because uh, yes. What flavor though? Peach. I love peach, cream, fruit punch, and black cherry. Yeah. Okay. All right, I can fuck with that. My favorite, uh, my go-to is fruit punch, uh, pineapple. But you gotta drink pineapple right away because that shit go flat, dumb fast. It go flat fast, and it's like. You got to drink. You you can't do the big bottle. Right. You got to do the can because it's too much sugar. Right, 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 right. And I'm like, oh, my God. Like, it's just like it's doing something. And like, 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 I feel like I'm like a crack addict. And it's just like, <laughs> it's too much. Because I don't really fuck with sugar like that too much anymore. Just, you know, for health reasons and trying to be a healthy person. Of course, I live in La La Land where every motherfucker eats like quinoa, kale, <clears throat> On a consistent basis, so yeah. So all the bullshit, uh, everybody. All bullshit. I, I will go out to dinner. We went to Nobu, my nigga, and when I say I spent like a hundred dollars and I left, I was still hungry. What? Because it was all plant based. It no, it was just no food. <laughs> it was like first of all, uh, uh, like a nigga has a shellfish allergy. Ah. Uh. So it's only so much I can eat anyway. Uh huh. So I was like, you know what? Nah, I'm gonna go. I meet with my homegirls. I'm not going to eat. I'm going to just get a drink. It's after work. And I was like, damn, I ain't ate since lunch. All right, let me order some stuff. And I was like, wait, this is like tapas. Like, huh. I'm still hungry. I'm so hungry. Yeah, I mean, you in the land of walking filters and shit like that. So, I mean, yeah, everybody about that fitness life. I mean, y'all got nice weather all year round. So, like, Dog, this weather is not nice. It's either how it is right now, hell, and it's weird because I don't remember turning on my air conditioner like this time last year, maybe. Mm-hmm. But it was like my daddy left and he took all the perfect weather with him. It was no traffic. <laughs> it was perfect weather, sleeping with the windows open. And the moment that nigga left, it was like, all right, we 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 like about to kill you right now. So this is it's it's hot as fuck. Oh, uh, okay. Well, I mean shit, y'all can't have perfection forever and shit. Cause when I went out there, granted it was uh I think like almost uh, almost three years ago or whatever, and it was it was hot. Was that when, was what was we supposed to meet up then and y'all got too high? Yeah, man. So <laughs> so <laughs> we ate we ate the edibles and shit and we knew not to eat like big portions of it, so niggas was definitely eating the corners and shit like that. But like, I think we had consumed so fucking much of it that by the time it was uh time to get up and do anything, like niggas was stuck. 
Cause like we would yeah. stay, we were in I guess West Hollywood, around the corner from the Hollywood Walk of Fame and shit. So, um, we was yeah. around, we was around the corner from like the thing that was at the Kodak Theater and all that shit. And uh, oh yeah, y'all y'all niggas was in Hollywood. Yeah, 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 yeah. So we was around the corner from all of that, and we was around the co- the corner from I can't obviously I'm not from there, but it's a big ass popping club that's around the corner from it. You know, down and on, on that strip too. But like, I yeah, think- yeah, maybe I went to Playhouse because I think yeah. Supper Club being closed. Supper Club used to be lit. I think it was Playhouse though. I think it was yeah. Playhouse. Yeah. So and we couldn't make the move because niggas was stuck. I remember I was uh, we was in an Airbnb and like I was out there on the couch like knocked out and I woke up like stuck to the fucking couch. It was a leather couch and I fell <laughs> fuck I fell fucking sleep on it and you know how like at your grandma crib she got like the, the like plastic. the plastic and shit <laughs> and like you sit and you sit on it and you get too hot and you get stuck to the bitch like yeah that's basically what happened pretty much and I was stuck so I just got my ass up and jumped in the bed and you like text us was like yo what's your own and I was just like yeah niggas is done like Ain't, ain't no moves, yeah. no moves are about to be made right now. Like niggas is too high, niggas then passed out, and it's it's a wrap. But we also went to the beach that day too. So like, we was out there walking around on the beach, checking out all that shit. Niggas was getting their uh, medical marijuana cards and shit like that. So yeah, we did the tourist tour tourism type shit, and then we came back to the crib and basically got high and got stuck. So. But yeah, that was the last time I've been out there. But seeing as how you are uh STL transplant out there in LA, how did that move end up happening? So what's the story behind that? I just knew like this sound arrogant as fuck. And this is no diss to back home at all. Like I just knew like personality wise and what I wanted out of my life like I had to fucking get out mm-hmm. and I'm so happy I got out like I just always have always been like a huge personality even since I was like a fucking kid like extra as fuck always into some shit always like interacting and mingling with people and so I, I did go to Webster mm-hmm. and, and like I was forced to go to college cause you know yeah. it was it's like oh you go to school Right. And I just feel like, I do, I will say this, I feel like back home, like, niggas be suppressing their kids, like, artistic, like, creativity. Mm-hmm. Y'all gotta stop doing that shit. Like, let the kid be great at whatever it is they want to do. Like, let them figure out what, like, on their own and just be there to support them. But, so I went to Webster for broadcast journalism. I took, like, hella, like, PR classes and I was like look a nigga is out right after graduation I'm gonna stack this bread over the summer and I got out so I actually was like fortunate because like some people move here like not having a job trying to like figure it out I was working for Nordstrom and I lied to them niggas and told them I was going to grad school out here and I needed to transfer so October like the first week of October I was out Mm -hmm. And ain't never looked back. Like, I would say that first couple of months, I might have considered just because, like, I was, like, my living situation was, like, fucking weird. (laughs) I was, like, living with my cousin in, like, Beverly Hills, and we were supposed to get, like, our place together. And, like, 
weird shit started to happen. I thought niggas was putting curses on me. I heard my cousin like say like shady ass, like fucked up shit about me. Um, I walked in like on a phone conversation and I like I'm not making this shit up, Jay White. I'm like, now I know this bitch heard this door like click clink, like unlock. <laughs> okay. So this nigga said I didn't realize I knew Dominique was pretty, but I didn't realize she was that pretty. The and I was like, the yeah, fuck? Yes, yeah. <laughs> I was like, this somebody that's gonna put a motherfucking curse on me for real. I gotta get the fuck out. And one of my cousins like hit me up because like I made like a Facebook status and he hit me up and called. And he was like, Whatever you do, don't come home or whatever. Like you gotta figure the shit out, get your own shit, and just just do it. And I was like, All right, bet. And then my uncle called me from jail. <laughs> Yo, you got a lot of shit going on. Time out, bro. <laughs> time out. Time out. Time out. No, so it was funny. It was funny. So was like, first of all, <laughs> is this like first cousin, second cousin, like cousin, cousin from Alabama? My, this is my aunt's daughter. This is my aunt's daughter, like talking shit. Okay. Like it's not a distant relative, like. We didn't grow grow up together like that, like because she lived out here, right? Like my aunt lived there, and then like she lived out here with her dad. So yeah, it was like weird ass shit. But I just know at the end of the day, I'm not the person that is crazy. Other people have now seen it, so I was like, I told y'all niggas I was right. So you know, mental illness is a serious thing. So yeah. Okay. So that's how I'm here, and I never came back. I thought you were saying it was a dude cousin because the way you phrased that shit, like, oh, she got some, no! she didn't got into some. No, it's not, not some... some incestuous shit. No, it was some hating cousin shit, my nigga. Oh, uh, okay. Bad, everybody. I did not okay. that. Okay. Because I'm bad. like, my eyes got big as a bitch. I'm like, uh, yo. I got white either, people in my family, but we ain't on that type of shit. I was about to say, either this some incest shit, or she gonna try to like, or he, whoever, yeah, I thought it was a he, he gonna try to pimp you out or some shit. No. So it was a, it was another, it was a girl cousin. Yeah. And she felt, and she felt that type like, of nigga, way. I don't yeah, know okay. fuck with niggas in the tax bracket you mess with niggas in. Stop that shit. Right. But yeah, so I never looked back. Um, I would say, like, in the recent years, I finally got, like, a grip on, like, navigating everything. Like, living in, like, a big, big city is, like, a completely different, like, beast. So, now I feel like I got it under control. I feel like, like, mentally, I'm, like, in a really, really great space. I just got a new job today. So, I'm about to tell my niggas at my other job that I just started. A nigga (laughs) is out. Deuces. (laughs) Okay. So, yeah. Things are looking, looking up, you know, just trying to Take was mine, like Cookie Lion. <laughs> Bro, I ain't watched that show in so fucking long. God, I haven't watched it since like season two. Yeah, yeah. After she was talking about the monkey in the cage shit, wait, wait, I'm wait, like, wait, yeah, wait, what? Yeah, like the first episode of season two, they were like in a park and like either. Uh, I can't even remember the names, but uh, the wait, singing... is this when Andre went on like some like psychotic like? No, that's not what that could, dog. They had a no. Nah, it was a performance, and like they had the nigga. Somebody was in a goddamn monkey suit in a cage, and they was kind of like trying to talk like 
I think it was on some like Black Lives Matter type shit. They were trying to like hammer home a message. And I was like, yeah, bro, this shit, this shit then jumped the fucking shark, dog. Like, this ain't for me. And I ain't watched it since. You know, like, I already yeah, knew I it. feel like I I vaguely remember uh, a gorilla or whatever the fuck, but it's also Lee Daniels. So, like, yeah, I'm not surprised. Yeah, like, I feel so... like nothing Lee Daniels has done has been good since the fucking butler, if we, like, are honest. Them, that's the only thing I know him for the butler and uh, fucking empire. That's it. Like, I'm not like apparently my dad was saying he used to be a producer, uh, on some other show. And I feel like I was hella shocked when my daddy told me, and I don't remember what the fuck it was. <laughs> well, I mean, he's done stuff because Dame Dash had to run up on a nigga about oh, yeah. his bread, so. Yeah, like come like like Lee Daniels, Joe Networth, you couldn't give that nigga. That's Trump change to you. Like that shit pissed me the fuck off. I was so irritated. I'm like, two million dollars to some people is a lot of money. And for you, that's gas money. Get that nigga his money. Run him his money. Right. So So yeah, outside of that, outside of him finna get world starred and shit. Uh that's all I really know for. But um, <laughs> so you moved out to L.A. So you've obviously I've known for a fact you've been back to the crib. So what, when you came back to the crib, what was that like? Because you was out there in L.A. for a minute before, you know, you made your way back here to like visiting, visit family or whatever. So what what was that like? I will be honest. I used to creep in and out St. Louis a lot because uh I would just need, like, sometimes, like, it would be a reset. Like, when I moved to L.A., like, I had never lived on my own. And, like, that Hollywood lifestyle, like, for me, like, we was going out every day. Like, I would work the latest shift at work so we could go out and all of that stuff. So, it's, you definitely, I was creeping in and out to, like, reset. And coming back home, like, I would say now that I'm, like, older and more mature, like, more mature and, like, I go out, I'll go more to like, like, you know, like events or, or things like that where I need to like get dolled up. I'm not just trying to be in the club to be seen anymore. Like I'm over that. And uh, it's definitely like coming to St. Louis now, like it's kind of foreign to me mm. because I've like gone through a lot, like spiritually and where I'm in a good place. And I like, pick up on things like I'm super super like in tune with like like myself and like like I pick up on little shit so fast like I notice when people look in like at me weird or even like other people I'm like okay well what the fuck is up you know like and so like even more so recently like I've lost like several friends I used to like fuck with heavy in St. Louis just because like we own different pages you know what I mean like I, it's just certain things I expect and I want out of my life and I'm going to get it like no matter like what like it might not be today it might not be tomorrow it might not be next year but like my hustle mentality is like so different and I'm just like some people just back home are just like content and where they are and that's like no like no shade like trust me like the amount of money I pay in rent I could be living in motherfucking Chesterfield mm-hmm. that's not what I want 
And I feel like, like when you go through something, like people, like you need friends that are going to be there that are going to encourage you to tell you to like stick it out. And motherfuckers be like, well, you just need to come home. For what? Like, so I could go home and be just as miserable because like the stuff that I'm into and where I'm trying to be in my life, like it serves me no purpose there, you know, like at the moment. And that's not to say that I would never move back to St. Louis. I definitely want to own property there because it's so easy. Um, But it's different. It's fun. Like, I like going out, like, back home just because it is niggerish. I miss, uh, <laughs> I miss the fucking loft. Like, I mean, I know they own the marquee, but it's nothing like the loft, man. I miss the fucking loft. And then uh, Marquis be trying to play with the chicken, not trying to bread it. And I'm like, no, nigga, bread that shit. Like they got better, bro. The chicken at the Marquis gotten better. Like no, I I send it back. I was like, yo, I told you I wanted this shit breaded. Like, why is it not breaded? Like, I want the full on <laughs> loft deal with the garlic bread. Stop fucking playing with me. <laughs> so here we are. And I don't know. Like, I don't even know when I'm gonna come back to St. Louis because I'm, like, I'm trying to take a quick trip somewhere else real quick. Mm-hmm. Uh, but I haven't been back since November uh, when my mom turned 60. Okay. But, you know, it's just one of those things, like, St. Louis is cool. And it's funny because, like, the guy I'm dating, um, his entire family's from St. Louis. Mm, so, so, you, so you still ended up with a St. Louis nigga. How? Yes. <laughs> and, like, and I was like, how does this happen? I was like, you know, like, that means you really need to, like, wholeheartedly, like, fuck with me and, like, marry me. Because, like, how, like, what are the chances? Like, what are the odds of that even happening? So we, like, vibe on, like, a lot of shit. Uh, and it's funny enough, like, this is how small, like, not just the world, but St. Louis is. My daddy, like, you know. Mm-hmm. So it's, like, weird. But, yeah. Other than that, you know, it's cool. It's interesting running into celebrities all the time. Because now it's just, like. You see them cause it, like pretty much every day, so it's like, oh, okay, hey, you know, like we was talking about um, Empire earlier. Like Taraji was one of my clients when I worked in Beverly Hills or whatever, and she was like super, super fucking dope. Mm-hmm. Uh, but yeah, like those just clientele. I met Jay Z, Beyonce, Blue Ivy, Kelly, like all of them niggas. Like it's it's just crazy. Yeah, and on the low, a lot of them be sliding through here, and you never know it because you know. My people, my mama white also work at Nordstrom too. So like she, you know, hits me up or comes home and be like, I saw Kelly Rowland came through today or I mean, Cedric is from here. So obviously he'll be here and stuff like that. But she be running through the names of the celebrities that run through here. Like they'll come through St. Louis and like it'll be on some low key shit, and I'll be looking at her like, "Yo, do you even know who that is?" She was like, "No, who it is?" I'm like, "Yo, like, it's somebody that's you know popping right now, or you know doing something that's really big, and they just slide through the city, and you'd be like, "Damn, what the fuck? Why are they here?" And it's you like know? weird because like nobody will believe you, right? Like even still out here, nobody out like. Some people will believe you, but it's like when you go home, it's just like, nah, nigga, you making it up. And I could imagine her like being in St. Louis and like running into somebody, you be like, what the hell? Like, nah, you lying. Like, yeah, no. Yeah. So, like, apparently Drake like was just DJing at Delilah the other day. Like, that's in one of his spots. Like it was nothing. And I was like, really? Drake DJs? I didn't I didn't know that. <laughs> huh. So it's definitely it's definitely cool like 
is I, I definitely will say that there's like this huge club culture shift because like when I used to go out like when I first got here yo this shit used to be like so much fun like so lit you it just, you would just never like if I told you like the like people we would meet and you would like kick it with them just on some like cool shit like not like being a groupie or whatever they're like oh you cool like come eat with us or something like that or come kick it with us like we're gonna have a barbecue it would you would just not believe me you would not believe me mm. but okay. it's dope it's, it's 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 definitely dope well no it's definitely dope because when i when i went out there a few years ago like you know like on top of the nice weather it's always something to i mean as far as like out of town and coming in there's plenty of stuff to do you know or what i'm saying and then obviously the we stayed in like uh apartment type deal when we went out there and the apartments are nice. I know the rent is high as a bitch though. So like, you know, we walking around seeing different things, taking in all the sights and like and I'll never forget, you probably you said this to me like maybe two years ago. You was like, Yo, I'm surprised you haven't left yet. And I'm like, that's always stuck with me because in the back of my mind, you know, like I love St. Louis. Don't get don't get it twisted. You know, I love St. Louis. You know, I'm still I still have some things I feel like I need to accomplish here before I move. Not to say that I'm against moving or anything like that. And even when I went out to L.A., I was looking around and I'm like, damn, bro. Like, yo, I think like the city might be too big for a nigga like me. Because I'm looking around, we went up, we did the tourist shit. So we went up to Runyon Canyon, and you know, I that's, hate Runyon James. Like I know, but it was it, it was like the tourist thing to do. Like you know, let's go on the hike, bada boom, bada bam. So we go up there, and you you know you look out over the city, and like bro, the section we were staying in in you know L A or Hollywood or whatever, that was like like one one twentieth of the size of the fucking <laughs> well, the size of the fucking city. And like we were with people that were living out there at the time. He was like, you know, they go Pasadena over here and they go they go downtown LA over there. I'm like, bruh, like they go, you know, Malibu over there, Beverly Hills over there. I'm just like, what the fuck? Like it was so spread out that I couldn't comprehend that. Cause coming from St. Louis, like Granted, St. Louis, you know, it's split up into, you know, municipalities and South St. Louis and, you know, you got Chesterfield and, you know, all this shit. It's all within, you know, St. Louis and stuff like that. But you can easily get to everything in like 15, 20 minutes. You can't do that shit out there, bro. It take like an hour, hour and a half. Nigga, what I say, I'm so happy that my job is like down the street again, like that I don't have to sit in like an hour worth of traffic to like get somewhere. Man. And people do not be playing. like I live where I live, I don't live far from downtown at all. Like I'm actually like five, ten minutes from Pasadena if that. Mm-hmm. Uh but the highway right there, like I can take it to Pasadena, I could take it to downtown. Like, you know, after traffic died down, I'm going downtown to get a drink. It takes me ten minutes to get downtown. Mm-hmm. So I don't like leaving my side of town. Like I am amongst the colonizers, and <laughs> like nigga, when I say it was like another black chick that moved into my like complex, I was like, wait, 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 wait. I'm like, hold up, how this happened? Because I thought I thought somebody had an Airbnb. She had like this long ass weave. I'm like, what you doing over here? 
So right. I'm hella confused. But it is. It's definitely it's a journey to get everywhere. Like I linked it with my homegirl, uh India, that's from St. Louis. The other day we went to a pool party. Shout out to India. Yeah, shout out to India. We went to a pool party. I guess technically that's like Marina Del Rey. Um, but and I had came from uh my job. Dog, it was like I have it set up where like immediately like my GPS takes the streets. So I was like, okay, mm-hmm. let's see what the highway looking like. It was an hour both ways. So it was like just the, the difference was is that I was going to sit in traffic on the highway. I was like, mm-hmm. okay, what I'm not about to do on the weekend is do this. So let me take my black ass on out here. Let me take these streets. But it's definitely, it is a journey. You need like a, a car unless you're going to live in a city and like take the train everywhere. Like, man. Right. So like for me, I'm just like, yo, it's too much, but now that I'm a little bit older, like if I'm moving somewhere, it's gotta be for that. It's gotta be for the bag. Like, oh yeah, yo, you gotta cash me out if I'm gonna be, you know, uplifting and moving to, you know, a whole nother city. And I'm not against to moving, you know, to the West Coast or anything like that, because I would greatly appreciate, you know, nice weather and you know the environment out there for as far as like, um marketing or PR and shit like that, you know, or media in general, you know, so that'll be, be dope. But when I, yeah, I was just saying that, yeah, when I was out there, it was just like a whole fucking new world and shit like that. And in comparison to St. Louis, I mean, people act like, um, people act like, like the circles are so small, but like, it's just, I think it's more so just a generation thing. Like, there are generations and generations of families that have grown up here. So, you're bound to, like, know so-and-so. That's why I fucking, what high school you went to is such an important question. Because you damn near can trace somebody's whole family lineage based off what high school they went to. You know what I'm saying? Like like you said, yo, the guy you dating right now, his whole family is in St. Louis, and you found out that, you know, your dad knows people, you know, so... I know, I was like, man, I'm still trying to research, so anybody know some motherfucking curries out there, <laughs> get a nigga up, because I need to know what I'm dealing with. I'm just saying, I like to, I like to research. And right. Really, what it is that I'm getting into. But, I mean, it's just, it's just weird, like, I think, like, St. Louis, like I said, do not get me wrong. St. Louis is, like, so dope. Like, every time I come back, it's something new. Like, y'all niggas got a Shake Shack now. So, uh... The motherfuckers probably... The motherfuckers ain't never been to St. Louis. They probably is like, oh, they got a Shake Shack on the fucking farm? Because, like, all listen, bullshit... All bullshit you, aside. What the fuck I miss? I, I don't even know, like, that we do have a slight, like, it's not a huge age gap between us, like, what is, like, a couple years. Yeah. But I don't know if you've ever had Sarah Lou. Nah, that was before my time. That's Mama okay, White. Whoa, 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 whoa. <laughs> it was on, like, St. Louis Avenue and Sarah. Right. Yeah, like, right there. It's a, it's a shop. The restaurant is still there. Right. That old school ass sign is definitely still on the building. Right. And it's in the I, city. Yeah. I, I don't yeah. I don't know what happened. I need somebody to find out, find the people, because I just need one bomb ass hamburger from Sarah Lou. It was mm. I've never had a burger like that in my life anywhere else. And I've been I've been to many places. You've been to Country Girls? What 
the hell is that? Bruh. Okay, next time. All right, I'm gonna put everybody on game right now. So Country Girls is a old is a Country Girls Pie House. It's on Union. So it's a old Wait. It's on Union. Union. Where? Like going to a Bell Fountain, like the Riverview Circle or No, going going like you're heading towards the Central West End. I so like there. I've never seen this place. So like okay, if you coming down, yeah, we getting real St. Louis right now. So if you go right, down, I, okay. So I'm listen, listen. <laughs> I'm about to tell you how I'm leaving my house. So I'm coming off of my street. I'm making a left on two Temple. Now, mind you, I'm not gonna tell y'all the street. So let's just say I live off of like I'm coming off of Goodfellow. Okay. I'm making a left on two Page from Goodfellow, and I'm driving down Page, and I can go left or right on Union. And if you're saying toward the Central West End... No, no, no. You would go... If you're going down Page towards Union, you would make a left. Okay, cool. Yeah, yeah. If you're going down... Yeah, because if you're making a right, then you're going towards the Central West End. We're getting real St. Louis on this bitch. But, yeah, you would go to the left. So, it's a a Black-owned establishment. It's a family business. Obviously, they sell pies. They know for, like, they lemon meringue pies. They only sell lemon meringue on fucking Wednesdays, apparently. So if you come in there asking for lemon meringue any other day, you're going to get cussed the fuck out. But <laughs> they got bomb-ass bomb sweet potato pies. And they got these burgers, and they call fill-up burgers. So you can get a regular fill-up burger, or you can get a fill-up burger with cheese. And you can get them on Texas Toast. So next time you come back to the crib, we going together. We gonna document this, okay? Right. I'm gonna take you to Country Girls Pie House, and we are gonna get you a fill up burger, and you gonna love this shit. It's lit. It's the okay, I'm fire. Like I am. I don't even eat burgers like that for real, for real no more. Cause it's like, like it feels like it's a brick in my stomach. But when <laughs> I do have a burger. I do enjoy a very good burger. Like it's a spot um, that I've like discovered in Dallas, and uh, it's called Hopgotty. And then we end up getting one out here. They're all like hella fucking far, but man, them burgers so far. Yeah, man. So I'm gonna put you on when you come back to the crib, and if you don't love it, then you can when we when we have another episode on the podcast, you be like, you lied to me, nigga, and I'll be like, listen, all right, listen, look, look. Okay, this is what we gonna do. We gonna make take a day. We need to be tourists in our own cities because I feel like it's so many gems that niggas like that live there are missing. Oh, for sure. I keep keep seeing shit and I'm like, what the fuck is that? Or where is that? Apparently, there's y'all got some chicken spot that sells like 30 different types of ranches. It's like all these, yeah, twisted ranch. Yeah, the twisted ranch. Yes, I'm like, (laughs) I saw this shit out here on the thriller. I'm like, wait, what? <laughs> and I've, and I've, I've been telling people that's like, no, we don't know what you're talking about. I was like, niggas, y'all got a restaurant that sell like 30 ranches. Yeah, bro. We we low key got some shit. <laughs> we low key got some shit. Like, it's a lot of like development and shit going on, and you know, restaurants. And yeah, they putting the, they trying to put the money into the city. It's like, it's just motherfuckers that divide. You know, we still on that racial, that racial tension and, prejudice and shit is still that shit and you know city and county still divided but that's a whole nother whole different fucking topic for sure but I'm glad (laughs) I don't have to deal with that like like, and it's not that and it doesn't make me like blind to it 
It's just right. like certain things I don't miss. And that's one of them. I didn't really experience certain things. Like, but I would say definitely it was like one time when I worked at the Galleria, when I worked at Baker's, like some shit happened. And I was just like taken aback. I was like, everybody like my black ass. Like, mm. and it was like an old white lady. Like, speaking of old white ladies, like some shit happened to me that worked the other day. And I was like, she said, I didn't know you was talking to me. I was like, well, if your old ass take them country ass, dark ass sunglasses off on the inside, you would have thought that I was talking to you. <laughs> like, ugh. <laughs> it's like dumb shit like that. I'm just like, you old. You probably need to see as much as you can. So why, like, why? Like, why? But anyway. For sure. But yeah, we'll we'll be tourists in our own city. So... Because I've never I'll, been to Crown Candy either, so I really want yeah, to... Yeah, bro, you, you, you tripping, yeah. you big tripping, yeah. We're going to get it in. We're going we gonna to make a list of shit, and we're just going to hit all the places, for sure. Yeah. So, and also speaking of, like, tight-knit groups and shit like that, the motherfucking, uh, the Instagrammers and Viners out there, too, like, you talk about niggas in St. Louis all knowing each other. Them motherfuckers all be huddled up and doing shit and collabing, which is dope. Don't get me wrong. But I be seeing that shit I be like, yo, that's the that's low-key kind of the same way mm-hmm. that motherfuckers be complaining about St. Louis being on. They kind of low-key doing the same Nigga. shit, but Let they just do. Let me tell you this shit. Let me tell you. So, look. There's this other dude that I thought was cute, right? And I had met him last summer with one of my other homegirls that was from, that's from St. Louis. She came out to, uh, busy for a while she had like a job out here and so i met her through like like our other homegirl people whatever so i was like all right cool and then i saw he's with the chicken i was like and eh, she hella like pie face but whatever so i saw him again and i was like yo so what's up or whatever blah, blah blah and he was cool and then i was like all right this is weird so then we finally exchanged numbers like on another tip and then i'm like scrolling through his instagram and he definitely is like homeboys with this other dude that I used to talk to. I'm like, how? You are from a completely different state. And I get it. Like, you work under like one of the biggest like rap dudes, like, is your best friend. But I'm like, how? Mm-hmm. And I'm like sitting there and I'm like, yeah, this ain't going to work. Because I could see him asking the other dude, like, if he knows me or something or whatever. And I'm just like, oh, like, this is like that's how how small the circles get. Mm-hmm. So it's it's definitely frustrating and annoying. On top of like living in LA, where people are like superficial as fuck, right? So I was like, oh, I'll be single forever at this rate. <laughs> so how is the dating scene out there, like? Motherfucker be trying to get over or oh niggas stay trying to get over. So fucking <laughs> my homeboy posted a post. He's like, You'll meet a nigga that has two cars that's like over a hundred thousand dollars and they live with their mama or they live in somewhere like you know, like in an apartment with a roommate or something like that. And it's just like the niggas stay trying to get over. Like, I got a homegirl, oh my god, like right now. I feel like every day she call it some bullshit. And I'm like, dog, it has to be a point in time where you get fed up. So do you think social media affects how people date? Because, like, social media is basically 
to me, one of the main sources of where people go to, where they see a bad chick or they see a handsome guy and they slide in the DMs and, you know, they build from there. So you feel like social media is something that affects dating today? Yeah, because niggas don't know how to talk to women today. (laughs) (laughs) I mean, let's keep it real. Let's keep it real. Yes, some of those Instagram stories are cute. Oh, we followed each other on Twitter or Instagram. He sent me a message. We just so happened to live like an hour away from each other. But with that, I feel like people still don't know really like how to interact. Like you think about like countries like China or Japan where there's like a gazillion trillion people and them niggas be walking out on the street getting hit by a car because they're not looking up from their phone. So if you don't, if you're not looking across the street, you definitely don't know how to have a, a conversation with me. So I think definitely there is the Instagram, the social media effect of dating. And you see somebody that you think is cute and you think they're going to be one way because they show, we all know how social media works. Mm-hmm. I only allow you to see what I want you to see. Mm-hmm. Whether it be good or bad, or you want to judge me, I am, you know, the person that ultimately controls what I want people to see. Mm-hmm. And that's the, like, people just don't know how to have conversation. It's like even going out sometimes, like, and like here, especially in LA, where it's like a lot of people, like, depending on where you are, it's like super, super fucking official. Mm-hmm. And niggas say one thing to you, and then the next thing is like, oh, what's your Instagram? Or you got Snapchat? I'm like, you know, nigga, you should follow my Twitter because I talk a lot of shit and I'm a smart ass chick. No, I don't have an Instagram. Like, I, sometimes I say I don't have it mm. because I just, I'm like, I, this is not real life. Like, am I in the twilight zone of dating? Like, it's a mess. I would think it'd be the other way around. I would give somebody my Instagram versus my Twitter or, or Facebook, probably. Cause... I'll tell you this in the first couple of minutes, I don't know if I'm a, if you're even phone, like text worthy, kind of having a conversation with me, like us going to dinner within like the first couple of minutes. So with that being said, I don't need you to have my Instagram and you think it's cute to slide my DM next. I'm sorry. Huh? That's just me though. Yeah. I mean, it's different strokes. Like I'm not opposed to shooting a shot and sliding in DMs. I've done it before. Hey, man, I want you to talk to my one homegirl. What happened with that? She was so cute. And y'all both smart and attractive. Bruh, she started talking about she had a a nigga in jail. Uh, Hold up. (coughs) Sorry. I ain't gonna put her business out there, but like, yeah, so like, when y'all was in town at one time, y'all slid through the little event that I was helping promote and whatever. Like, you know, we exchanged numbers and stuff. And then like, you know, I told her, like, hit me up when, you know, when she and, you know, come back in town and I, you know, we can hang out, we can kick it. You know, I'll make sure she have a good time. And, like, it just, it ain't never go anywhere. Then I, I followed her on Twitter already. And, like, one day I'm on Twitter and she tweeting something about, yeah, she can't uh, wait to uh, talk to her nigga uh, in jail. And I'm like, yo, What? what? 
No. I swear. I swear. Nigga. I, I kid you not. Maybe she was joking, but like she was definitely talking about a nigga that was incarcerated. And I was just like, yo. Like. Yeah, okay, that threw me off. <laughs> so I'm like, yo. So that, that situation was kind of like dead after that but he uh, was like nah i'm nah, like nah. oh nigga you like prison dick oh shit all right you know what i'm just always leery of those situations like that i'm sorry <laughs> i'm about to eat these mangoes <laughs> niggas <laughs> niggas be hungry no i'm good i had i had my soup and everything else i just wanted something i have a terrible sweet tooth mm. so I try not to eat refined sugar, so I like eat a hell of fruit. Got you. Which ain't no better, but still, it's <laughs> better than that the white shit. I got you, but yeah. So like, I'm not opposed to you know the whole social media aspect or whatever because it's completely different than you know. I sound like an old nigga, but like, yo, when we were younger, like our whole mission of like going to the mall. Or going to a, a party, <laughs> or going to going to Saints, or going to the palace was to like get a number, and like you would get the chick number. She would put it on a piece of notebook paper, or scratch paper, or whatever, and then you would you know, link up with your homeboys and you know laugh about who got numbers, who got played, this or that, and right. like you know you would go home and then like hit them up. The next day, the Sunday, or sometime during the week, because this is when niggas still had landlines and shit like that. You would hit yeah. them up. You would hit them up and, and cake on the phone all damn all night. All night. So getting to know them and shit like that. So now it's like you do most of your communication at the at the beginning point through DMs, and then from there, if y'all are vibing and clicking like that, you then move to texting which is like the primary form of communication that you have with people nowadays. And you lucky if you are able to, well, it's starting to come back on the low. Cause I'm, I'm starting to see a lot more women say they, they actually like talking on the phone. So like, it's not a completely lost art, you know, you just have to be able to hold a conversation. But like you said, yeah. like with, with everybody's attention span so short because we always, on, and I'm guilty of it too. You know, like being out on a being out with somebody and y'all kicking it, you know, having drinks or you know out to eat or whatever, and then you look down at your phone while they talking, and then before you know it, you've been in your damn phone for like three or four minutes, completely taking attention away attention away from this person. Oh yeah, see, like, oh, I would shit. get up and leave. Yeah, I would get up and leave. I'm like, uh, clearly you're not interested. So moving on. <laughs> But Seriously. yeah, so I, yeah, I'm I'm guilty of it too. And then I catch myself like, oh shit, I need to you know put my phone on D and D or you know put it face down or whatever, and you know have my attention focus on this person and having a conversation with this person because there's certain shit you know I need to know. <laughs> you know, like am I are you are you you got you know daddy issues or some shit like that? You know, but, well you ain't gonna learn that texting the entire time on scrolling on Instagram, Jamie. That's this, just what it is. I, and I totally agree. So that's I until you actually hanging out with this person, you know, because you know people are socially awkward because you know everybody does all their communicating from stuff and texting and shit like that. So lucky for me, I've been awkward my entire life. So 
It has nothing to do with Instagram, guys. But but not in a way where you can't like form two sentences and shit. Or you always like, I don't know, I don't know. Or texting the motherfucker W W I D W I D. What are you doing? What are you that doing? That drives me insane. Oh my gosh, it drives me insane. Like, especially like older guys that do it that I know ain't th- like so listen. And the, the strange way that my life is set up, when I used to work in Beverly Hills, I, <laughs> I had help Floyd Mayweather, not to name drop. So listen to this. Niggas be so name this is, dropping. No, I, I have this. Is it, this is all I'm telling you. I mean, like, it's, 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 all a, it's a fact. In. Right. It's a, it's a, it, it happens. So yeah, it go happens. ahead. <laughs> so the purpose of the story is, is that there's this really attractive guy that is with him clearly is part of security and he's like staring at me and I'm like okay like what's up so I guess my co-worker she thought he was attractive too mm-hmm. and I guess she started to like spark this conversation with him and somehow she walks up to me and was like oh um What's what's off of Natural Bridge and Kings Highway or something? And I looked at her crazy because she's from Miami. And I'm like, why are you asking me about home? Like, well, where does this come? She's like, oh, the dude in the hat, he's from St. Louis. I was like, oh, you don't say. She's like, yeah, I told him that, you know, oh, there's a girl that works the same, you know, that's from St. Louis. So we talk, whatever. Of course, I steal the nigga from her because that's what I had to do. And but this nigga would text me. It was like cringe worthy. And he started <laughs> off like being like cool. But of course, I find out this nigga is like 40 something. Trying to be hit. It's like, what doing? Or WD. And I'm like, huh? Like, what? Like, I'm so confused. And then, like, as I like, try to put it aside and still get to know this nigga, he would be like so aggressive, like sexually via text message. And he would be like, Pussy pick, ass pick, something. And I'm like, who who was you talking to before you met me? Because I don't do that shit. And, and this is a nigga that was running with Floyd? This is a nigga that's running with Floyd. His girl his cousin is like one of Floyd Mayweather's girlfriend. So shout out to one of his girlfriends that's from St. Louis. Shout out to polygamy. <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> Get your checks, whatever you gotta do. I ain't with the shits. And um, it was so weird. I'm like, why is this happening? Like, and you know, I probably should have stopped talking to him because he had a green bubble any fucking way. Yeah. But <laughs> it's like awkward, weird things. Like when older people still try to be hip, like it throws me off. But I just feel like at the end of the day, like I told you, I feel like I could walk down the street and have a regular everyday interaction with somebody and somebody can like, will like me. And that's just what it is. I think everybody nowadays is so like caught up in the next best thing. And that's what happens with relationships too. One day somebody's like in happy and in love with somebody. The next thing they on to the next person. You're like, oh damn, what the hell just happened? Or so-and-so's heartbroken. Like it's because everybody has one foot in and one foot out. Like nobody fully wants to devote the time. In case some shit go wrong. Yeah, and commit to a relationship. Relationships are not easy, my nigga. Right. Like, I have tons of friends that have been married 
divorced with kids. So I'm grateful that I am my age and that I have not been married or divorced. And I also don't have children. So I'm taking my time. It's no rush. Mm-hmm. So speaking of that bullshit, nigga. <laughs> on today, what the fuck did Future say? I'm going to pull it up, guys. Give me a second. I I can summarize it. So that nigga was like, uh, basically the context of he got like some a main bitch or a, a multiple bitches that hold him down, and then uh, the very next tweet he was like, yeah, he no that ain't the nigga, what he said. <laughs> the that nigga ain't what was that like, nigga said. Listen, guys, <laughs> I've been single all caps. I was getting to, I've been getting to that though. I was getting to that for like four years. That's crazy, okay. <laughs> Future a wild boy. But, but the tweet before that was she not wife material. Can't you tell? Can't no, you he, tell, nigga? But no. he had another tweet. What's the other tweet? The one I said he he had unless he was he he must have went off like on a tangent. I went off the like, I went off the shade room. Okay. Okay. I love continue. No, he had one where he was like, he was talking about uh, some chick holding him down. And then I saw the one where he was like, I've been single for four years. That's crazy. Like, it wasn't that nigga choice. Like, you had Sierra knock Sierra up. Y'all broke, y'all broke up. You, uh, you got all the, you, you kicked the one chick out the hotel room. That you know you was gonna cash out for coming down and you know coming up off them cheeks, like bro, you got chicks that's willing to do whatever. You got up up teeth billion baby mamas. Like, bro. listen, wait. On July twenty fifth, twenty eighteen, my bitch loved me unconditional. Period. No, that's what I was talking about. There you go. That's the one I was talking about. So. Then he says, life is gorgeous. Then 13 hours ago, he said, she not wife material. Can't you tell? Well, nigga, you ain't husband material. Can't you tell? (laughs) I'm like, how is it that? See, this is the shit that blows me about niggas like this and niggas in the industry, period, that have access to all these bitches, whether they be cute or not. Now, mind you, it's so funny because I just saw this nigga at the Waldorf on 4th of July. And it's just weird to me because y'all consistently, not you, like... I ain't, right, right, right. I ain't tripping. Yeah, so... <laughs> but I'm like, y'all y'all know what it is. Mm-hmm. Your Meryl Streep-looking ass ain't out here. If you were some regular-ass nigga, you still probably wouldn't get pussy like that because let's be clear, like, well, at least for me, Future don't do it to me. He don't make, like, he, he just does it. Oh, okay. he, he he does make great songs I do bop around in the club too with a little bit dance a little bit commas was my shit still trying to fuck up some commas but let's be clear here like you got you you and you all over the world you mean all types of bitches and every person every chick essentially like want something from you and I'm not going to say every chick. The chicks that you probably really could vibe with like that, you ain't checking for them hoes because they ain't all 
have their ass tooted and booted out all on Instagram or Twitter. So, like, I, this is fucked up to me. And it's just like, nigga, level up and get your shit together. Like, I'm sorry. Like, this shit is ridiculous. Like, you know you got a little Bow Wow, baby, uh, baby mama knocked up. Right. And, and she I, bad. I and she bad. <laughs> she bad. She bad as a motherfucker. But yeah. I, I was again, Instagram only allows you to see what people allow you to see. So keep that in mind. You have to okay. understand. I encounter a lot of these people on a regular. Okay. So I'm just saying. But I think this this is like really, you have a million and one kids. You got hella motherfucking baby mamas. And you better believe that Britney bitch that keep coming back to you and fucking with you is because the bag is secure. And that's it for that time being. Because clearly you ain't fucking with her ass either. Because you've been single for four years. So I'm just saying, this shit is whack. The audacity of this nigga. <laughs> the audacity. The but I mean, audacity of this nigga. Like, oh. And same thing with fucking Drake. Posting that picture of the motherfucking puppy saying some shit like, oh, I just want some bitch to love me for me. You know, that hasn't been ran through in the industry. Well, those are the only bitches you be out here trying to talk to. We have yet well, we have yet to see Drake date a doctor or meet a doctor, take a nice bitch out like me for dinner. What the fuck was that accent? I don't know. <laughs> I mean, well, it's it's kind of the similar situation to basically the dude you said with Floyd that you know you was rapping with or whatever like when they used to that and getting whatever they want that's just how they move because it's always going to be women that's going to go and it's always going to be niggas that's going to be suckers so like it's just a, a vicious cycle so yeah they obviously this nigga like bro you had Sierra Sierra out here you know, flourishing with Russell Wilson and shit like that, and then and you, know, you and that's how you had a whole another nigga taking care of your kids. Shut the fuck yeah. up. So it's if that that's the, that's the life he chooses to live, man. It's just it's just funny that he tweets something like that because you be looking at that nigga like, really, bro? Like, nigga, you ain't really trying to settle down like that, no way. Why would you even tweet that? But I guarantee you. Some chicks was gonna go off of that and probably slid in that nigga DMs and was like, "Oh, I can probably change that type of shit because that's how motherfuckers think." You can say tr- that's how that, that you can say that's how women think. That's how yeah. that's how I mean he keep getting bitches pregnant, like bro. And it's just I, I'm, and, and which brings me here, Blake Griffin. Same thing. Niggas is like this nigga got to pay out two million essentially annually and child support. What is it like, you know, like 250 or... Yeah, it's 250 uh, A month that he has to pay for the two kids. And, and it was so funny because, like, niggas in the comments didn't know that he had two kids. I'm like, y'all, y'all remember him dating that, like, muscular-looking chick, like, that used to play tennis or volleyball or something that he knocked up, left her... Allegedly, they were engaged. But she has a baby with somebody else, so she just cashing in, like, left and right. But I will say, I think the amount is excessive because they toddlers. They now, like, they're not in school where is that they're getting this private education, all this shit. That's bitches out there buying, like, Bentleys and bullshit. That's, I think that is definitely excessive. But again, like, niggas, put a condom on. 
Like, I get it. You want to fuck. You want to have raw sex. <laughs> a lot of us want to have raw sex. Right. But it's more than you out here than fucking a baby that you can get. So let's be responsible. Mm-hmm. And they always say, oh, it's these, it's the, it's the women, it's these bitches, blah, 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 blah. Well, if you know that, why aren't you taking the extra step to protect your bag? Yeah. Instead of having having to dish out another fucking bag. Shit is whack. I don't understand, man. It's not for me to understand. I don't have a dick. I'm not so. in that world, so I can only surmise that it's the fact that they get so much of the so much shit thrown at them that it's just like they don't have no self control. And I'm not by any means taking up for that nigga because it's so many of the same fucking stories like that. It's just like, yo, my nigga. But just, it's the same shit, different day. Cause yeah, it's the same men. fucking story. Like, so bro, it's like, come on, bro. If you don't want to take care of that responsibility and you, you know you want to continue to ball or make music or whatever and you know do whatever the fuck you want stop fucking the chicks raw bro listen and i say this is fucking up blake griffin's bag only because since he got traded to the d don't nobody talk about blake griffin no more. So I don't know what his contract is. I didn't check. Don't oh, he care paid. To check. He paid, bro. He is definitely paid. It don't even it's matter. Just like, but I'm like, what? What's next? Like, I mean, hey, I'm just saying. Who even? Who play? Oh, that one nigga I used to talk to plays for them niggas. Here you go. Here <laughs> no, you I wasn't. Go. I no, 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 no. Here you go. And I didn't even like him. I I like 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 that came out. Sorry, that came out fucking yeah. wrong. He was, but he was. It was like another one. Like he was like super cool, and he approached me. And we was like, that was this was like when Toxic used to pop. Man, LA Summers used to be so lit back in the day, and people, you like everybody would like dance and actually talk to people. And nobody was like holding up their phone for Snapchat or Insta story. Man, those were the good old days. Yeah. It's the end of an era. Yeah, but for us reg- regular niggas, we can't relate. So, so like, I'm not trying to have no baby mamas. You know what yeah. I'm saying? I just, I just, um, I'm not with the shits. I ain't trying to be. I've had, I mean, I've had a situation you, where I've dealt with a crazy ex, been there, done that. Um, she had a baby, so that was interesting. Fr- little fresh baby. Fresh baby, blame Facebook, blame the social media aspect of shooting your shot and shit. Back then it was poking though. Uh, when you poked a motherfucker on Facebook, that was a form of shooting your shot too. It was so weird because the, I would get the pokes from the like girls would poke me and I'm like, okay, I'm confused. Yeah, that's weird. Like it's poke. I was and I was like, what does poke mean? And I remember I added my like my favorite like like government like like social studies teacher and he uh, and, and he poked you he totally poked <laughs> me and i but i knew that he liked black chicks because his like like wife was black mm-hmm. like his first wife was white but every bitch he married after that was black so i was confused as fuck i was like uh not poking back i didn't see it mm, yeah keep it that way I, I i'm i'm not cool enough for me to be adding my teachers i might have added like one or two from from high school but like nah like co-workers i don't do none of that shit. co-workers fucking former teachers and professors like nah i'm i'm cool on that but 
Yeah, us regular niggas can't relate. So, like, I mean, in a way, we can't. You are not a, a regular nigga. In a way, we can, though, because, like, when you're, okay, you have a quote-unquote roster sometimes. Like, you got, but you're out of that roster, you may be only taking one or two of them serious. Like, you have one chick that constantly gets on your nerves. You can't take her serious. You got one chick that really don't don't have confidence or have self-esteem issues. You don't feel like dealing with that. Then you got the one chick that might not be about shit at all. No drive, no goals, no none of that. And then you got the two that you really take serious and you vibing with. And the way you eliminate it is basically, which one do you vibe with more? You know, which one you can you see yourself with for real long term? And they always eliminate themselves. Same with chicks. Like, y'all got, y'all, okay, here the fuck boy. Here the nigga that's broke. Here the nigga who ain't got no ambition. And you got the two niggas that you really fuck with. And then you trying to fill them out and see, okay, which one of them I'm going to vibe with. Which one of them is going to fuck it up. And then you go from there. That's the ordinary Negro struggle. Like, I... <sighs> I know nothing of that. No, oh, you know nothing for no, like no, no. For plead the no. fifth, pleading the fifth and shit. <laughs> I I don't have a roster anymore because like my I would say only because it's just too much work. Like it's just too much work, and like I'm trying to exert my energy in places where it needs to be, like securing the bag, like my own bag, not a bag off of another nigga. So it's just trying to stay focused, and I like, like it's just, it's so. I, it's yeah, like I'm playing not. cards. You got three in a possible, bruh. Are you explaining spades <laughs> to me? Because you know my black ass don't know how to play spades. A lot of niggas don't know how to play spades. It's, it's, it's a thing. Yeah, it really is. Like, I kind of remember how to play dominoes, so I get half of my black card back. Slightly. A little bit. Slightly, it's yeah. Like, I, but niggas can cast these work on this Uno cards, though. Anytime. Ni- oh, my God. Any we day. Just had a, yes. But wait, the new Uno or, like, with all the other shit, or is it, like, the nigga Uno? Because... No, it's the nigga Uno where you can stack. So, like... If I got multiple like draw twos in different colors, I'm stacking them bitches on you. Yeah, see, that's not the rule. See, I follow official Uno on Twitter. Fuck out of here. And that is not a part of the rules. Fuck out of here. Fuck out of here. That's so, the only way I know how to play. I don't give a fuck what Uno, the official Uno account of Hasbro is talking about. Nigga, we dog. We like stack it needs to be we need to have cards. like no, we definitely we ended up trying to play uh, Uno the other night, and like a couple people didn't know how to play Uno. So me and my homeboy, like we did a round, like back and forth or whatever. And uh, I was like, "Wait, if people's trying to say all this other stuff," I said, "Nope." According to what Hasbro says, their official Uno Twitter account, this is not a part of the rule. So I don't. I said, and that rule you making up, I ain't never heard of that shit even in the hood. So I ain't with the shits. So we ended up playing uh, Rotten Apples, which is the naughty version of Apples to Apples. Uh, I guess. Where someone, when I, it was my turn to be the judge, thought it was cute. I, I think essentially my card said something like, what is it one thing that you like know me as? 
and like everybody except for two motherfuckers put down dope ass cards. Someone said I reminded them of sweet nectar of the gods. Someone said that I was catwoman. Someone said that my boobs looked like coconuts and made them think of coconuts. Somebody said I make them wet. Somebody called me poor and I always pulled a race card. And when I say nigga, I was so hot. I was like, poor? <laughs> poor? I say, okay, now look. That's one thing I ain't, and that's one thing I don't do. That's one thing I don't fuck or suck. So you got me fucked up. I'm not in college anymore. And someone said that I pulled the race car, and when I found out who the fuck it was, it's this lame-ass dude. And see, this is shit I be talking about, too. Niggas with money that think they the shit, but they ain't really the shit. You still that lame-ass nigga that you've been your entire life. You just have, you know, some extra bands in your bank account. Mm. So, yes. But anyway, I digress. Spicy in the motherfucker. But, yeah, speaking of social media, this last point, motherfuckers be hiding their significant others on Instagram. Like No, they're hiding them from the world. Fuck. Fuck that corny ass line. If I'm giving you, <laughs> if I'm giving you le decois French for the <laughs> French for the dick, and I'm buying you lace fronts two for one off Groupon, you gotta show my fucking face. I'm not doing this with you today. <laughs> you gotta show my face. Not you show my face or don't post. Okay, me. I'm, listen. I'm, or don't I'm just post me at all. You. Shit. Listen. Like, like future, like I, look, future said he been single for four years. I've been single for four years too. Like you, so, like you, like been like, cause that nigga might been lying. Like he might have been leading the bitch on. So you been single for four years for real, for real, or for play, play. <laughs> exactly. No, you know what? I I don't because I don't want some bitch trying to slide in my niggas DMs, and I'm gonna have to. <laughs> size up both of these niggas. You know what I mean? What like, you sizing him up for? She slid in his shit. She did, but if he reciprocating the love, if we got some problems, I'm going to be both of y'all asses and be so, done. So he can't say thank you? You didn't see the message. Uh, oh, you speaking from experience? No. Oh. No, I know. Uh, this is not my life. I don't know. <laughs> I, don't, I don't have the passcode to that nigga phone or anything. So I, I don't go into like any, I, I really don't. I don't care. Like, I, I'm not about to do that. Like, if I feel like I need to do that, then I don't need to be with that nigga. I mean, I'm not saying make it a thing where, like, why, like, why you don't post me type shit. Like, when I was, like, younger in my last relationship, that's what we were on. Like, oh, we here, we there, we there, we here, we there. You know, type I did thing. that. But, like, now, I'm like, okay, man, you get a pick every once in a while, you know, when she, when you looking fire, we looking dapper, we doing the damn thing, like, cool, I'll post you, or whatever, but I'm not gonna make it a whole thing, but to, like, completely, like, hide my face, and if you gonna post a picture, I'm like, you gotta be fucked up, nigga, you better... I'm cropping you out. Nah. Especially if I look real nah. good. Take a solo picture if you gonna crop me out. Don't post a picture with us chilling, sitting, you know in the booth or, you know, at dinner or something, and then put the fucking uh, emoji with the tongue out, one eye open, one eye closed over my face. Like, what the fuck are we doing? Like, I just feel like it's nobody's business. What's mine is mine, and that's it. 
Like, and I've been that person that I put my like, like relationship all over. It's like social media. And I remember, oh my god, I remember being with my best friend Vernon in the loop, and like somebody said that I thought I was cute because I was so and so girlfriend, and I was like, so we're clear. That nigga couldn't dress. He had no sense of style before he met me. So I upgraded him. He didn't upgrade me. So don't do it, bitch. So you, you really had to do that? Like, you really had to do that? I didn't have to. What do you mean? Like, what did I do? Like, you had to tell the chick, like, look, bitch. I didn't know. Oh. <sighs> like, really? Because, but you know what? Like, because bitches is weird. And I like that was disrespectful. It was disrespectful. Okay. <laughs> and I will not be disrespected. But I did that. And it's funny because now that like the chick that he's dating now, and he's officially like finally decided to claim. Um You need to chill out. <laughs> chill out. It's all kick it's all for you know, kicks and giggles. Ha ha ha. I'm cracking myself up. <laughs> Like, that was one of the things he did tell me. She said was like, oh, I was like waiting for y'all to break up. And I was like, damn. Uh, I can't even, uh, I can't even be like, uh, that's shocking. Cause chicks be on that. I mean, niggas and, and chicks be on that. So like. Yeah. I was just like, I it, it was just, my, my was last weird. relationship. Yeah. I got on my last relationship, you know, because we were together like three years, people were like, yeah, I thought y'all were getting married, you know, type thing. And then they find out that like, I'm like single, single. I'm like, oh, and then, you know, they, they right. shoot, they shot a, a, a bus a move or whatever, you know, so. Yeah, no, I, uh, I just was like, look, at the end of the day, it is what it is. That's a chapter of my life. I learned a lot. I learned a lot about walking away from situations too, especially like when you upset being like responsible because I'm petty. Like I, I, I say petty things. I do petty things. And that definitely taught me to walk away in the heat of the moment. Cause like I said, like I, I, it was sometimes where I probably should not have put my hands on somebody and I definitely, he got hit a couple times. So it's okay. But I, it, may, it taught me to uh, adult. Mm. Look at you. That's what we call growth. It is. It's growth. <laughs> More of the story. If I'm I, giving you le decoy, respect me enough to put my fucking handsome face in the photo. Point blank period. That's all I'm saying. Okay. Or take the or, picture or, by yourself. Or take the picture by yourself and not put there it in. There you go. There you go. It's as simple as that. Man. But listen, speaking of all this other stuff, athletes, Hollywood, rappers, it has surfaced that Draymond, Draymond, uh, a.k.a. Willevin, has uh, gotten mushed in the face by Tristan Thompson. I and, mean, and it's funny. Okay, not to brag, but I definitely was at that party. <laughs> and it was an invite only party. But I, I just had a thought in there real quick. I definitely went, and y'all can see me and my homegirl in the background on TMZ. 
So it's so funny, like when they like leaving a party, and I was like, "Oh my god!" Like that's my worst nightmare. But I was like in the background, so you really can see me, but you see me and my hunger and white, and we cute or whatever. But we definitely was at that party. All I'm gonna say about it is, if you talking about you want that smoke, and that smoke finally comes for you, don't get caught slipping. Yeah, I feel like it's definitely like it was kind of like a bitch move for him just to like how he did it and I get it like people love to hate Draymond Green I think Draymond Green is funny as shit because we we know like people that know like sports whatever like you know everybody gets worked up and stuff and we they talk you trash talk like that's a part of the game so it's funny to me he actually had a really great podcast uh by the way but he didn't bring it back this season but man I'm like nigga you got like and, and it's it's kind of fucked up because you know he was like really trying to make amends and was like nigga I nah, was fucked up I was fucked no, up <laughs> ain't no making amends when you telling me on in front of millions of people in my shit I ain't built like that I'm this and that like no nigga when you see me outside of the realm of the hardwood floors and shit you have to catch this smoke point blank period and he didn't start he didn't got busted, you know, teed off by STL nigga already. So, like, who? when uh, Bradley Bill uh, threw oh, hands at that nigga. Man, but here's so, the thing. How, how the story tried to explain it was like, oh, he got knocked out. Like, he felt it wasn't like that. But, okay, it's a different... You can't say... The way the story worded it, you can't get level and not get dropped. Like, the term level means to com- no, collapse. No, but he did it. He mushed him. Okay. He mushed him. Okay. Okay. Well, you know, the lie is more funny, so that nigga The lie leveled. is funny. I was, <laughs> it is, but it definitely was a mush. The lie is way more funnier. But, fuck, the, fuck the truth. That nigga but you got know, leveled. I mean, you know, but here's the thing. It probably ain't just that. Tristan Thompson probably hates his life right now. You have a baby by fucking, you're a Kardashian. You're a Kardashian, so you probably, all your, your whole supply is cut off. You out here, you had to unblock him from, you know, inst- on Instagram and her sisters or whatever. So you're not living your best life. So it's, it's probably a lot of pent up anger and aggression inside of that pussy ass nigga anyway. I mean, yeah, so if I'm just you, saying. I'm just saying. You drink that, you're drinking that clan Kool-Aid. I mean, you never, I mean, Travis Scott doing all right, but outside of him, it shit, shit, nothing is the same after you, you know, you go that route and shit like that. So I just, like I, said, I just, I don't know. Like, I don't even know how that happened with Travis Scott and Kylie Jenner, but apparently, Kylie's former friend who is still friends with uh Kendall, that black girl Justine Scott, she he, apparently that's how they uh saw fucking around. They was fucking around be on that girl. And she hella cute and she's vocally talented. But anyway. It's a chick, it's a chick at my gym that looked like Kylie Jenner before all the fix a flat. <gasps> that's very sad. Can I say something? <laughs> what? the Kardashians will continue to be popular because black people subscribe to that shit. I mean, subscribe to a lot of shit. We, we, I mean, just like, 
It's a lot of it's, fuckery because, like, you got chicks out here getting like lip fillers and ass shots, and I'm like, you black, you already got like, look at those the, the, now those Claremont twins. They they still ugly, and they work did not perfect them anymore. But I'm like, <laughs> how? Like y'all lips was already big. You need them bigger. Like. Is 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 you just be surprised? Is and I think that's why. Like I was looking at this picture today on Instagram, and it was like all these black chicks, and like I guess Chloe has some like athleisure wear or something that dropped with Evelyn Lozada, and everybody in that picture except for Chloe Kardashian was black, and I was like, that's how they will continue to stay on and popping because it is bullshit because niggas subscribe to it. But whatever. Yeah. <laughs> it's all moral. This story is all bullshit. It's all bullshit. But yeah, so that is going to be another episode yeah. of Henny Nights. That will be. So <laughs> tell these people where they can follow you so they can see the Tristan Thompson Loveland Draymond Green video. I don't have a video. <laughs> I was so, like, incognito that night. Like, it was so many people there. And, like, I'm telling y'all, like, that episode of Atlanta with Drake is real life, man. That shit is real life. But anyway, I, uh, <laughs> you can follow me on the Twitter verse at Pretty Sadiddy. That's P-R-3 T-T-Y-S-A-D-D-I-T-Y. Uh, on Instagram at uh, St. Angelis. And I also have a blog where, you know, I talk about fashion and everything and what's hot and what's not. And that's saint-angelus.com, my niggas. There you go. And all that information, like I said at the beginning, is going to be in the description of the podcast. So with that being said, I'll holler at y'all later. Peace. Holla. Let's have sex But not without the foreplay Okay, cool But not without the first day Okay, cool But not before I have to wonder if you let me hear If I walk into your doorway Let's have sex But not without the sprees, babe Okay, cool but not without the vacays, no Trying to meet you in Vegas and try my luck again All your friends say you ain't really in love with him Started off the hand and now I'm off the drone Had to switch it up, I had to hit your phone Can you picture us posted on the wall? Can you picture us posted on the wall? I put her to sleep and she woke up like that yeah. Breakfast in bed, I order her for a snack yeah. Then get to the back, talking a big payback Roll my wood and give a good ooh, ooh, ooh.